right. Thank you for joining us on our Ace Your Health podcast at Ace Integrative Health in Mason, Ohio. My name is Dr. Toxie, and today we're going to be introducing our concept of nutrition and uh, what we think about nutrition and how we how we uh, approach how we eat and what we think about where the food is coming from and what happens to that food when it goes in us. In at Ace Integrative Health, we have Kaylee Kuzer. She is a nutrition lifestyle coach. She is a nutrition expert. She is all about nutrition all the way from head to toe, and she will guide you through. In the world of food industry, we know that we have farms that grow the food, and then we have people that process the food, and then we have people who sell the food, and then finally, we get the food, right? So we don't have a lot of control of what happens to the food, but then we are expected to know what we need to put in our body and expected to know the nutrition. So there is a lot of help that's needed. So in our practice, we have a lot of people who approach this whole concept and help but we today we just want to talk about nutrition, understand what Kaylee does and how she does it, and what we do here at Ace Integrative Health. One of the other things today you're gonna to learn is part of the nutrition. One tip at the end of the podcast that you're gonna pick up, and as we do more and more podcasts, Kaylee will be here more and more to talk about uh, how to about nutrition, and then. If you're interested in learning a whole lot even more and taking this journey for yourself in a very guided precise way then you know you can just join the course and go through the course it has a lot of guided materials in there we are there to answer any questions concerns help you through the whole process and make it a very simple and easy process so let's welcome Kaylee she is here with us today, so thank you for joining us, and she'll be here with us for many of our episodes as well. If you want to find her, you can find her at Ace Integrative Health, and um, uh, we are very happy to have her here. So thank you for joining us. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm super excited for this podcast and being able to talk about things like nutrition and yoga and medicine and just mm-hmm. how we can make it functional and personal for everybody. Mm-hmm. Super excited for what we're yeah, doing here. Awesome. Great to have you here. So tell us where nutrition started for you. Like, what do you think about nutrition, where you're from, and how did this journey happen for you yeah. uh, that led you to be here? So... My story kind of started um, when I was about 12 or 13. Um, I remember starting to become really aware of my body and Mm -hmm. very insecure about it. Um, Most of my friends kind of developed slower than I did, and I felt like there was something wrong with me. Mm -hmm. And I ended up developing an eating disorder. And some, I don't necessarily know if that was from a body image perspective or just feeling out of control with my life because Mm -hmm. so many things were changing. but then I ended up severely underweight for a couple of years, and then eventually I had kind of one of those like light switch going on moments where I was just like, I'm dying. Yeah. Like, I'm actually killing myself doing this. And I immediately started doing all of this research. I wanted to know how to get my body better. 
And so I started doing that by eating a lot of food, and a lot of it wasn't good food because I ate a lot of calorie-dense foods that were just, you know, things just to get calories in so I could gain weight. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, let's process this just a little bit. So a lot of us go through this journey of looking at our weight as we're, you know, in the first 10 years of our life, we then just start understanding what weight means, you know, because we haven't been focused on weight in the first 10 years. And in this day and age, we eat a lot of processed food, even when we were young. And then in the second 10 years of our life, we learn to either get rid of it or put on more one way or the other. We are asked to do this things for ourselves because of how either media portrays weight and body or how our parents or how our social circle. So there are many factors that address somebody's viewpoint about the weight, about themselves. Mm -hmm. And you wanted to put on weight at that point. And putting on weight again, as, as she mentioned, is a whole journey. So just wanted to have your head wrapped around what happens to us mm-hmm. as we go from being kids to being adolescents and then as we go into our youth age there are a lot of changes that happen a lot of hormones that change genetics play a huge role but we can address those things but she was doing it without all of those support so yeah. this is kind of cool to learn what her journey was without the entire support system and trying to do it on her own right Yeah, so it became a very difficult time for me because I'd spent so much time trying to be small. Mm -hmm. And then I was, you know, spending time trying to become bigger and, Mm -hmm. you know, healthier. And I felt awful about myself all the time. Mm -hmm. And I knew there was something going on mentally because everything I ate just made me feel bad, like all over kind of bad. And so I knew there had to be a better way with food. And so that's when I started learning more about whole foods, eating, you know, finding what foods in nature are calorie dense, but also nutrient dense. I wanted to give my body nutrition instead of just calories because I knew that, you know, there was a bigger picture there. And that's when I started to become really, really passionate about nutrition. So why, why, why whole foods? I mean, if you could have gained weight on any food. I think it was a lot of it was. I noticed bits and pieces when I ate healthier foods that I felt better. And I started to draw that connection between my emotions and what I put in my body. And so I was like, well, clearly these Pop-Tarts and and Sure drinks and all sorts of stuff like that Mm -hmm. are not doing me any favors. Mm -hmm. They're making me feel tired and fatigued and feel worse about myself. Mm -hmm. Like I had a a worse relationship with my body when I was eating those foods. That's kind of interesting because she just mentioned... Pop-Tarts, and then she mentioned energy drinks, and then she mentioned Ensure. Now, how many of us think actually Ensure and these energy drinks are actually nutritious? And some of them are marketed to be very nutritious and very organic and non-GMO and healthy. So that's a totally different concept because a lot of us think that what we're doing is healthy things when we're putting these kind of things in there but again they're processed and that's where the concept of whole foods comes in right so that's pretty cool right yeah so that kind of drew me I started switching my diet over to smoothies that were packed with seeds and nuts and 
full fat coconut milk and fruits and stuff so that I would get a lot of calories without being in pain because at the mm. time I had to eat like 4,500 calories a day to gain weight. If I ate less, I lost weight mm. just because I had driven my metabolism up so much from restricting for so long. When I started eating a lot, my metabolism just shot <laughs> through the yeah. roof and I started eating nutrient dense foods instead. I started feeling so much more at peace with my body. I felt happier. My focus was better. Like every my energy was best and I started feeling really good yeah that's really cool what yeah. happened next after that How'd so you... after that I you know I had just graduated high school at this point and I had my whole life wanted to go into journalism and do English maybe as mm -hmm. a major and but suddenly I was like no I think I think I want to go to school for nutrition I want to help other people who are you know maybe going through a struggle like me where they're eating and feeling odd all the time and helping them to find the path that fits mm -hmm. for them and, you know, suddenly I became so passionate about that. I wanted to mm. help other people and get involved. And that's what drove me to studying nutrition. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. So from nutrition to, so she, to let everybody know, Kaylee started her own nutrition business. And so going from high school to nutrition to starting your own business, how does that happen? Oh, <laughs> it was kind of a whirlwind. I mean, when I graduated, I knew I wanted to have my own consultancy mm -hmm. and, and help people in a one-on-one -on -one setting. Um, I mean, I started right out of school and honestly was very self-taught and didn't mm -hmm. know quite what I was doing with everything. But one thing that I always really wanted to do was work under a doctor because mm -hmm. I knew I'd be able to help people even more mm -hmm. if I was working with a doctor because I'm not in any way licensed or allowed to, you know, diagnose, treat. Um, I can't prescribe or get people off of medications. And that's what you deal with a lot with people who mm -hmm. are sick is they're managing it, you know, mm -hmm. with a medication or something. And all I can do is give them suggestions mm -hmm. on what to eat. And so I started my own business. I moved from Northern Indiana to Indianapolis mm -hmm. and ended up moving from Indianapolis to yeah. Cincinnati yeah. <laughs> and then met you mm -hmm. and, what you do here is like honestly the epitome of what I've always wanted to be a part of because mm -hmm. it's this full circle thing. We have we have yoga, we have medicine and you know functional medicine, mm -hmm. precision medicine, and we have nutrition and we have reflexology and um, mm -hmm. emotional healing techniques yeah. and yeah. That's good. Thank you for saying that. Um, that means a lot. But um, so we have to think about nutrition uh, in a very different way. And this is how I think about nutrition in terms of where it's coming from and what energy it has. All of us have a certain amount of energy. Even the planet does not grow the same food every season. But yet we put the same pizza in our body every season that does not match our body's energies nor the planet's energy to the type of food that we're putting into ourselves. So that's one aspect of how energy is. What that means is when we're looking at food, we must look at what seasons the food grows in. So when, and we also must look at our bodies, how they are and what type of food matches our body more in different disease states. So traditionally speaking, most of the 
dietitians are focused on the macros, protein, fats, and carbs. If you want to lose weight, decrease your calorie by decreasing these three things. And then we say, don't have carbs because it has heart disease, or don't have carbs because it increases triglycerides, or don't have carbs because it increases triglycerides, or don't have fats because it causes blockages in the body. These are some of the myth that we are led to believe in our traditional conventional practices. So that myth is something that I want all of you guys to really learn and understand that that is a myth and completely shatter that in your brain because what we do is we look at your genes, see if you have more proteins, more fats, or more carb-related genes. If you have more protein genes and having more, having less fat and less carb genes, then it makes sense to have more protein. But if you have more carb genes and less fat and less protein genes, then adding more protein is just going to slow your body down because you don't have enough genes, meaning you don't even have enough cylinders in the car to run the car at 100 miles per hour, no matter how much gas you put in your car. So no matter how much gas, how much proteins you put in your body, if you don't have the cylinders to run for it, it will never get used. It will just back up your car. So when you add proteins to your body and you don't have the protein genes, then you have to figure it out. What do you do with body has to figure it out? What do you do with all these proteins? And then it gets converted to either fat, it gets converted to either, you know, just junk in the body, right? Like body slows down because you're, it still has to use it up. And if it's too much, then your kidney gets overworked and your liver gets overworked and it starts depositing in your body. You know, there are diseases that happen from extra protein deposition and some of them can become autoimmune diseases. Some of them can, you know, it's turning on and off different genes where they're not supposed to be turned on because now you have extra stuff, right? If you just have extra stuff in your, in your car, you're going to need to do something to get rid of it. So same thing happens in the body. So we look at it from the perspective of the genes first. And then what we're doing is we're looking at it from the perspective of immunoglobulins because we're looking at it and saying, okay, what are you inflamed about, right? If you're inflamed, if your body is inflamed about something, that means that you're reacting to something. That means that your police in your body is really fighting a banana maybe that you might not have ever known or a wheat or egg or chicken or tuna or whatever it is. If you're inflamed constantly when you eat those foods, then you have to figure it out to get rid of it initially before you train your immune system, before you train your police to not react to those things so that you can eat those things. So food sensitivities are not the whole and sole final answer because all of these now we're looking at blending those two together. And that's what we do here. That's what Kelly helps us do as well. We do the testing. We look at the person. We evaluate their their basal metabolic rate and there we look at their lifestyle she's also a lifestyle coach and we look at their lifestyle and say okay you're burning off 3,000 calories of you know um, energy every day but you're still gaining weight and that doesn't make any sense and now you're tired 
because you're putting in 2,000 calories of food, you're burning off 3,000. So there is a deficit because you're burning more than what you're putting in, but you're putting in more proteins when you don't have the protein genes. So then if you never use up those proteins that you're putting in your body, then your proteins just back up. They're not gonna become carbs and your body's gonna convert that into energy. So now you're energy deficient and that leads to hundreds of other diseases. Whether you call it chronic fatigue syndrome or whatever, it leads to lack of energy, you know, and that's one perspective on formation of energy and how we look at food. And then somebody has to tell you what to eat. And like <laughs> once we do all these foods and if you come back with hundred different allergies, then how do you still get all the calorie requirements from the macros that we're looking at in terms of protein, fats, and carbs? According to your genes, what can you eat that will give you energy and has to you must have a plan going forward about how we reintroduce foods. So in 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 her world and in our world here as well, we're looking at these markers and saying, okay, get rid of some things and then reintroduce them when the time is right and your sensitivities will be a little bit less because you have not been introduced to it as often as in, on any other given day. So one of the concept is when somebody gets a vaccine, you're like a tetanus shot, their IgGs will go up. That's the immune cells, that's your police. If you don't, for next 10 years, if you don't get tetanus, your IgGs will go down. Your immune cells against tetanus will go down. That means that if you don't see the robber, if you don't see the bug, if you don't see the thing that is supposed to increase IgG, if you, that never shows up in your body, your body says, hey, I don't need to be in this neighborhood, right? The police doesn't need to be in this neighborhood. The neighborhood doesn't even have anything going on in there. So your immune cells kind of just say, okay, I'm, you know, I used to come here quite often. I used to have all these IgGs. I, the titers just go down. And that's the same concept with food. And we have a really beautiful process that makes it really easy from giving people, what, 4,000 some recipes we have in our, in our app to making sure that you, all of those recipes are customized, right? So in, when you see a patient, you know, what is it that you are on, the, on other than evaluating them, what are, you, what are we doing with the app? And what do you see how patients are responding with it? So kind of to go off what you said, nutrition can be really confusing for people mm -hmm. because you get told that this is good, but this is bad. <laughs> this is good, but this is bad. And the answer is none of them are wrong or right. Mm -hmm. It depends on your genes. Yeah. And so every time I work with somebody here, they've had their genetic testing. We know what macros they do best off of, and we get to tweak that for each person, mm -hmm. which is so valuable because we could have somebody on a high-fat diet trying mm -hmm. to lose weight and normally a high fat diet is excellent for weight loss because it lowers insulin mm -hmm. but if your body if you don't utilize fats you're not going to lose weight because like you said yeah. it's just building up and getting backed up in you and so what we do with we have developed a really amazing app that is just full of whole foods and recipes that taste good are easy to make that's the biggest thing is we want to make it doable for people and mm -hmm. 
not only doable, but we want it to be precise and customized so that their bodies respond. Mm. And that's what we have been perfecting mm-hmm. is really every time we see somebody, we dial everything in. We cut out food sensitivities from it so that they're not getting inflammation mm. and having any sort of reactions. And then we give them specific macronutrient percentages based off of their basal metabolic rate and their activity level. Mm. So whether they want to gain weight or lose weight, we tweak mm. that so that they're eating a targeted amount of calories that um, mm. that works for them and they're eating those in the macronutrient percentages that work for them. Mm-hmm. What do you think you're uh, the patients that we have, what do you think they say about that process? I mean, I think they're loving it. Yeah. <laughs> We've had a lot of good feedback. Mm-hmm. We've had amazing results with people yeah. so far. So so what she said in this whole process is that when somebody comes in, we do the testing, then they want food. So then we have an app. We have thousands of recipes in the app. Once the testing is done, we pretty much take that testing. We do all the work on the back end to take 260 foods of sensitivities that you have. We will put all of those sensitivities in our programs to make sure that the foods that we are picking for you, the recipes that we are picking for you, are not going to have any of those sensitivities in them. So now you're getting, first of all, the sensitivities that are cut out. So you're getting food that is just non-inflammatory for your body from the immune perspective. So your police isn't gonna be all inflamed and up in arms about eating banana. And then the second thing is, we're customizing whatever that you can eat into the right proportions of fats, proteins, and carbs. Because not taking things in proportion is a huge deal. Now the other thing we have done is, we have customized that to the seasons and to your body type. If you're a certain type of body type, we have customized it to that. We have also customized all of those foods with energies of the plant from traditional Chinese medicine and Ayurveda. We have also customized all of those recipes that you get into your breakfast, lunch, and dinner and what is the right type of food for breakfast, right type of food for lunch, right type of food for dinner. and we have customized that into a, a program, a regimen that helps you release stem cells every month for seven days. So by eating food, your body will release stem cells and it will lose somewhere about two to seven pounds every month within that week. And we have seen people over and over and over again who lose two to seven pounds. Some people will lose two pounds in a week. Some people will lose seven pounds in a week. But every month they will do it during the times when they're following this diet. And when they do it for three to six months, it becomes very easy mm-hmm. because you just get into that habit. So, you know, some some of you might wonder, hey, you're talking about a week-long diet and then you're talking about a, a month-long diet and a six-month-long diet. So we eat every day, right? We don't eat one week and not the other. So the type of diet that we're talking about is to help you learn what you can eat every single day. And in the app, we will give you in the we have given our patients a six month of straight up recipes, breakfast, lunch, dinner with the buy list. 
so that they can actually go on a weekly basis to go out and buy their food. And we have made that process insanely easy so that because it's personalized and it's customized so that the patients don't have to do the work. All they have to do is come in, do the labs, get the diet, keep coming in for follow-ups over every couple of weeks, but they will have their process laid out in front of them from A to Z. And as long as you do it, you get on to this whole new way. Because one thing we have to keep in mind is we are who we are based on the foods and based on the things that we have put in our body. We eat more than 14 trillion ton of food or whatever the number is. I mean, 14 ton of food, not trillion, but that sounds a little too high. But we eat a lot of food, right? And we don't hold on to all of that food. We let go of it. Our skin becomes new. You know, whatever we eat is becoming ourselves. So what we eat, if it's bringing in inflammation, if it's bringing in toxins, if it's bringing in all the things that we're, that's not us, then it's going to get stored somewhere if we're not able to clear it. And we become who we become from what's going into us, from six senses. So food is one of the sense, right? What you put in on yourself is another sense, and we'll talk about that in some other session. What you hear, what you smell, what you see, what you think, all of those are different senses that bring in energy and that, that gets rid of energy. So food has certain type of energy, right? You know, ginger only grows underground and wheat only grows above ground and they have seasons when they grow. So there is definitely their DNA, whatever the plants have, their DNA process is responding to the energy change outside. So which is kind of really unique process when we take all of that and customize it in so many different ways where what you get is a one simple plan. And we will take care of the stem cell aspect, the genetic aspect, the nutrition aspect to make sure that all your macronutrients and everything is matching from the seasons to element perspective from, you know, herbal perspective. And there are some secrets in there that... You know, and there are some surprises. Once you try it, you'll get to know what we're talking about. But we're blending in hell of a lot of stuff in there to make it really fun. I mean, you guys to ever be boring. Yeah, <laughs> you guys have been you, you've been eating um, a certain amount of this kind of food for past about a couple months now, mm-hmm. and every single day, what has been your experience? Because we've been trialing these recipes every day. And every day is something different, but it's always good. It's always, I don't know, it's always complex in a different way. Mm -hmm. And the the energy of the food is so good, too. And that's our goal with what we're creating here is for that energy to to impact you in a really meaningful way. Yeah, it's been it's been it's been really interesting because we've been we've all been trialing all of these foods and recipes that we're telling you and um we want to make sure that we make it really easy and we make it really fun. So that's our process. Now, the things that I want you to take home today, let's ask Kaylee what she wants to tell you on how to do something that's very simple. The first and mo- maybe the one of the most important thing that we can take home from this session today is, um, is um, you know, a simple, simple how-to thing, right? So what would you want to tell somebody? What's the 
biggest challenge or something that they can solve at home right now, even before coming to see us? That's a good question. One of the biggest changes, I always tell people to start with their water and start with the source of their food. Mm -hmm. So I guess that's kind of two things. Yeah. But, you know, switching to organic foods and eliminating, obviously it won't be completely free of pesticides, unfortunately, but mm. <laughs> minimizing the pesticides that you take. One of the questions we normally hear from our patients is, how can, there are many different types of diet, mm -hmm. right? There are, there's a paleo, there's a keto, there's a plant-based, there's vegan, there is anti-autoimmune, there's anti-inflammatory, there is, you know, pescatarian, there's none, just a regular diet. What do you think is the best diet that we have? And, or what do you think is something that would help a lot of people? So... Here we're huge proponents of a plant-based diet, and mm -hmm. I think a big reason for that is because, for one thing, plant-based foods are so nutrient-dense, and for another thing, they're inherently anti-inflammatory, um, of course, with the exception of food sensitivities for individuals, but a plant-based diet accomplishes so much in the way of reversing chronic disease, mm -hmm. so that's one that we really feel drawn to here. Um, yeah, it's... It, okay. <laughs> What's one of the things that you've noticed that people um, have questions about with plant-based diet? Like something that everybody asks, hey, I've tried this plant-based diet, but, you know, and how, what do you tell them to convince them again about what they're going to be experiencing? Um, I think a big thing that people get is a lack of satiation um, for meals. It's... People think oh, a plant-based diet is eating lettuce. Mm. <laughs> I think a lot yeah. of times, a lot, you've heard of a lot of people who they're like, oh, I went vegan for a couple of days and I always felt hungry and mm. I got lightheaded and passed out or something. And that really comes down to a lack of, a lack on some level of knowledge on mm. how to do it in a well-rounded way. Like a plant-based diet should have good proportions of all macronutrients. Mm. So it should have your, your fats and your carbs and your protein. And those all occur naturally in plants. Yeah. Um, and it should be yeah very well-rounded to be satiating. You don't have to be afraid to cook hearty meals with a plant-based diet. And some people don't realize that you can do that, mm -hmm. which is a big thing that we have incorporated in our meal plan is everything you eat is going to be, you know, it's going to feel like a hug in a way. It's, mm -hmm. it's all really filling and comforting and energizing all at the same time. Mm. That's a big, big, that's a big question for a lot of, patients because I've noticed that a lot as well mm -hmm. for many many years mm -hmm. uh, people try plant-based diet and it they fail horribly mm -hmm. there are even some studies out there that talk about how plant-based diet is a um, it actually causes heart disease and causes more heart attacks than a animal-based diet and uh, there's a difference between the plant-based diet what is it that other than the satiation that you notice that the plant-based diet in the world of plant-based diet, what kind of things do we, how, how are the plant-based diets different? Just the plant-based diet. How is this diet that what we're doing with patients is different than the other plant-based diets? Because there have been some studies that say, hey, plant-based diet can give you a heart attack. 
How would, how do you counteract that with patients? I think a, one of the biggest things is how we make it the macro gene specific. Mm-hmm. So we're doing the best thing for that person's body to begin with. So, you know, if you hand somebody a t-shirt that's not their mm-hmm. size and say, hey, you're going to look great in this, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they wear it and they don't, yeah. that's because it wasn't their size. And it's kind of the same thing with the diet. Like, you have to give them what their body responds to. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, by and large, I think we notice reduced inflammation, improved detoxification, um, so many things improve mm-hmm. like that. And those and gut health improves on a plant-based mm-hmm. diet because they don't have to work in overdrive to digest meat. Yeah. So there are a lot of huge benefits to a plant-based diet. Mm. And I mean, everybody who's not plant-based mm. seems to have that concern coming from a diet that does incorporate meat mm. or a lot of dairy even, that they're not going to feel full or that they're mm. going to get weak or something. And we really strive to kind of debunk that myth. Yeah. And how many of our patients that you worked with, how many of them do you feel that they completely disagree with this concept? And if they try it, then they go back to... I don't think we've had a single one. Yeah. I I think we've had people who are hesitant mm-hmm. and we've had to kind of transition them or, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> hold a little reward yeah. at the end and say, you don't have to do this forever. But what mm-hmm. happens is they do it and they feel so good that they don't want to go back. Mm-hmm. They just feel so good and get good results. So they're mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't think I need that yeah. anymore, which is really cool. Yeah. So one of the things about the inflammation that we talk about is the omega-6s. There's a huge debate about omega-6s and how these omega-6s cause inflammation. And, you know, they come from many, many different sources. They come from a lot of plants and then they come from animal sources. Mm -hmm. And that's something that a lot of people really worry about. And in the approach that we have in, in your calculations, how much omega-6s do you think compared to other diets uh, are in the 4,000 recipes that we have that we're giving them? Yeah, not much. I mean, there might be a few here and there in certain you know nuts and seeds that mm-hmm. occur, but we don't really use things like olive oil, which is high in omega-6s. It's mm-hmm. not used really in our recipes. And we tend towards those omega-3 fats because omega-6s can be anti-inflammatory, but in most cases, especially with the standard American diet, they become pro-inflammatory. And so our goal was to have a lot more of those omega-3s and you'll have a few omega-6s and enough to get what you need Mm -hmm. naturally from those whole foods. But we really, really focus on the omega-3s to reduce inflammation and prevent omega-6s from going that pro-inflammatory route. Yeah, That's, that's, that's a big key. You need omega-6s because some parts of omega-6s are anti-inflammatory, but it's better to get them from a whole food, Mm -hmm. unprocessed plant, such Mm -hmm. as nuts. And you can get them a little bit from there, and that's more than enough. Exactly what you need. And getting rid of processed oils are a big deal because Mm -hmm. there's as soon as you process something, it loses some of its nutrients. So this is great. This is a great journey. And uh, we're going to come back to this topic over and over again. I hope you guys all picked up something out of this today. You know, looking at foods, looking at eating different seasonal foods, looking at drinking a lot lot more water and avoiding a lot of omega-6s. 
Now, these are a few things that if you haven't heard them before, then now you have again. And some of the other concepts that we talked about today about precision medicine, mm -hmm. about learning your processing speed and learning and analyzing your inflammatory processes from antibody perspective is quite important. And, um, you know, next week we'll come back again and we'll have a new topic. If you have any other questions that you, spe you guys specifically are dying to find out, you know, just shoot us an email, let us know, and uh, we'll make sure that we address it on our next podcast when Kaylee's here. She'll talk about it. And uh, we'll absolutely show you a lot of these things and how we do these things in our course as well. So if you're really interested in learning a lot more in detail and learning how to getting the, you know, different books and forms and worksheets and all kind of things and having us pretty much hold your hand in a very systematic format uh, so that we can teach you how you can do it then um, yeah, just join the course. It's a, it's a huge community of people that we're uh, together and we can make each other better, but in a very systematic format, it, it, can, uh, it can have a really good positive effects on our health. So it's, a, it's an awesome journey. Thank you for being here. Thanks, we man. love it, absolutely. And uh, we'll see you, all of you guys next week so we can ace your health together. Thank you so much. Take care, guys.